With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Let's go. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Who that? And welcome back to Kenosha Chronicles podcast. I'm your host as always, Brendan Ertle. Today I'm here by myself breaking down this Saints-Vikings game in London. This game will take place 8.30 Central Time. And if you're like me on the West Coast, 6.30 in the morning. Uh, interesting game for sure. The Saints are in London today. Uh, they, get, they flew right after the game. Uh, the players said it was a solid flight. They got to sleep a ton which is a good thing that that's a huge part of this game. I think is the six hour, I think it's six hour time change and getting used to that. And you know, we all woke up today in the center practicing. So that, that was a change. I'm used to seeing the injury report later in the afternoon. So that was a cool thing. Uh, the saints practiced in their black helmets. And if you didn't, if you were kind of iffy about them before or didn't love them, I advise you to go look at how they look on body with the black jerseys and the white jerseys, I was surprised. They look really, really good. I think that's something they should, you know, continue to work on, continue to improve if if they want to wear them throughout the years. But I think it's definitely an idea that they should not get rid of. I, th- I think they're pretty cool. And we'll see how they look on TV with the colorish uniforms. That'll be an interesting combo. But overall, exciting stuff. The Saints are one and two. They got to figure this one out. And I'm writing an article right now. I'm calling it a must-win, but is it? I mean, every game in the NFL is a must-win, in my opinion. I mean, you got to win every single game. You can't just lose a game just because unless you're 16-0 and 0 and you get you got the bye and you don't need to play the game. That's the only time you don't need to win a game. I would say, though, this game, it's there's some urgency to win this game and some urgency to look good. If they come out, if the Saints come out on Sunday morning, and they look great on offense and defense, and they lose, I'd be encouraged. If they were to come back out and win the uh, win the game somehow, but look like crap, again, you're you're still not confident moving forward. So I would love to see some kind of improvement. I know it's hard with what's going on on the offense. 
your quarterback that the the opinions are going to come out this week. They're coming out about who should start at quarterback. What what's going to happen long term? We don't have a first round pick next year. If we tank, there's no point. We're just helping out the Eagles. Who who do you go to? And I think right now you stick with Jameis. You roll it out with him, and he is dealing with those those injuries. And I think it has played a part in his game for sure. I mean, for whatever L1 L4 broken his back, that that's a huge thing. He's got an ankle injury. That's been bugging him. And I feel like the biggest part of Jameis' game that we cleaned up was the, the sloppy bad decisions. And I feel like they've slowly started to come out. And we've, we've all seen the plays. We've all seen the decisions, the throws he should should make and shouldn't make. But I feel like I'm not, I'm not defending him here. But last year against Green Bay, you know, he was out of the pocket. He was scrambling around. He's definitely not the guy to scramble, but he was making plays with his legs. We haven't seen that, really. So it's like his his panic of, oh, there's nothing here. Let me just go take off and get a couple. Let me just run around goofy looking and get a couple and deck someone. I can't do that right now. So I think that there might be some mental processing going on where it's like I have to, I have to stay in here like Drew Brees would, and I have to make a decision that, that is good or bad. I, I don't know what's going on with him. Uh, he's got more interceptions than touchdowns right now, and the offense has just looked awful. And if it feels like it's worse than last year, which is insane to think of. And we've talked about on this show for for months that we were all so excited to see just a potent offense go out there and play well. And it's like the Cowboys lose Dak Prescott, they're rolling with Cooper Rush, and they look better than us on offense. Like, how is that even possible? Another interesting thing, Taysom Hill was back at practice today. He was taking snaps at quarterback. And so everyone freaks out. Everyone's like, "Oh no, Jameis is gonna is gonna miss is gonna miss uh, the game." And Dennis says, "Like, nah, we, we expect him to play." And uh, Jameis said, "Yeah, I wanted to practice, but they they held me out of practice, so that was just part of the game plan of his rehab and recovery." So why is Taysom taking snaps at quarterback in the, in that case? So they have Andy Dalton and Jake Luton in that quarterback's position, so they don't necessarily need anyone throwing the ball to the guys. But I I do feel like the best offensive drives for this team have been when Taysom's been a part of it. Whether it's running, receiving, yeah, we haven't seen him throw a ball this year, but maybe we see that. So I think the Saints just need to find I need to they need to find their identity. And if they lose this game, they win this game, that's not going to define the season. Because they have a talented enough roster. They can run the table, they can beat anyone, but we've seen they can lose anyone too. I think this might be the only team in the NFL besides probably the Raiders who could be 0 and 3, who could and should be 0 and 3 or could have been 3-0. Like, we we could have won every game that we've been in. You can say that for any team in the NFL, but this drastically feels like that. And the defense has played pretty good. They haven't been too opportunistic, but that just happens when your offense is just that bad. So this, this is a Vikings defense where the, the front seven's really good. It's a really strong uh, defense, and the pass rush is something that if your team – our O-linemen suck, this is going to be a worrisome one for you. I don't, I don't think we should jump on the O-linemen too much yet. I just think it's part, part of the part of the situation, part of the quarterbacking, part of, you know, everything that's going on. They're, I'm not saying they're good. I'm not saying they're great. I'm not saying they're horrible. They just haven't been as good as I'd like them to be. But this is a game now where you face a Vikings pass rush that one has a Darius Smith and Dino Hunter, 
very good edge rushers. They have a great interior defensive line that always gives people trouble. They have good good linebackers with Eric Kendricks, but this is this is what I'm looking for. Their their secondary is probably now I don't really know probably the weakest one that we've played so far, just so far. Uh, the Carolina has a has a solid one with Dante Jackson, J.C. Horn, Jeremy Chin. They have young, talented guys. The Vikings, on the on the other hand, you know they have some aging guys. Obviously, Harrison Smith and Patrick Peterson, two staples for them. But on the older side, are they making as big of an impact as they were five years ago? No. You know they got Cam Dantzler out there, who's a solid young corner. Uh, they drafted Lewis Sign from Georgia. So just guys out there that. Maybe don't have a ton of experience. The the Lions put up a good amount of points on them this week. So I think if you're going to find a rhythm, it's going to be this week. Because next you play Seattle. That's a game where you can find some rhythm. But then you have to play Cincinnati. So this is this was the stretch that we all hoped for, that they'd come out on the positive side and, you know, start four and two or something like that. But it's not going to, it doesn't look like it's going to start like that. So... Can they turn it around this game? Can they start to find something? Now, we had this discussion this morning on Saints Twitter. James Winston and Andy Dalton. That's really the discussion right now. And in my honest opinion, I'm not a Jameis supporter. I'm not a Jameis hater. I just think you stick with them for the, for, for this time. If, if you're switching to Andy Dalton, it's going to have to be because Jameis is back. And if it's not, if you're switching because it's a talent issue, if you're worried about Jameis making more mistakes, getting the team worse, then you're going to have to stick with Andy Dalton for, if not a long time, you know, if not if not for the whole season, a long time. So I think it's a really tough decision to make as a, as a coach. It's one that Dennis Allen definitely doesn't want to make. If Jameis can just start playing well and just being good, that, that's the thing. He doesn't need to be amazing. He doesn't need to be great. This needs to be good. Just don't drive us into the ground. And with the receiving core of Mike Thomas, Chris Lave, Jarvis Landry, we're going to talk about this every single week till they get it right. Just get your damn playmakers the ball. Voice crack. Get your damn playmakers the ball. Kamara's going to touch the ball more. Olave, I love him to death. He's going to be a phenomenal player. Spread the ball a little bit. Like... Olave, like I said last week, should not get 13 targets. Give MT some targets. Give Jarvis some targets. Don't, you know, focus on one player in a route. We all saw the, the, the throw to Marquez Callaway, and we all have our opinions about it. Olave was wide open on the other side. Don't get your mind made up too much. This is a game. You got to look good. You got to impress. Because if you don't look good this game, if it's another, if it's four straight games of looking like, not, not even just a bad offense. This is... There's no offense. Like, there's nothing. We've scored, what, 13 points in the first three quarters, it feels like? And then 38, I I don't remember the exact stat, but it's like 38 points in the fourth. It can be done. We've done it. We've made it happen in the fourth quarter. Just figure it out earlier. And I get it. It's a two-minute offense. You're taking more risks. There's more room for error. That's when Jameis' picks have happened because he's being too aggressive because you have to be aggressive at that point. You're chucking balls that you wouldn't usually chuck. This starts with Pete. It starts with Dennis. Get some rhythm early. Doesn't matter if it's a it's, you throw a slant to Michael Thomas. We haven't seen that at all this year. 
I don't know if that's because Jameis can't do it. They don't want to do it. Just find a route, find a play that can get someone in rhythm. And if that's a taste and power, if that gets the team going, then run a taste and power. Run a few of them. If that's what it takes to get the O-line on the same page, if that's what it takes for the quarterback to align the right guys, figure it all out, then do it. I, I, I don't have that answer. I don't have the answer of how to get this how to get this offense moving. Not my job. And if it was my job, I'd be extremely worried because I don't know how to do it. So they got to figure it out. They got to scheme better. You know what? If you're Dennis Allen, call Sean Payton. Ask for his opinion. Just branch out because right now it's just not working. So I'm I'm worried. I'm concerned. But I still have the utmost hope in this team and faith in this team because you know what? They have the guys to do it. If we start 1-5, and five, I'd still have faith in this team making something of the season because they have the right characters in the locker room. They have the right guys. They have a bunch of talent. They just got to figure it out. It, whether it's a coaching thing, a mental thing, a quarterback thing, something's got to budge. It can't keep going the way it's going. And I did talk about this on the radio a little bit, and it could be you know, an issue of why things are so slow. We've had Jameis Winston, who says right now he's rehabbing hip flexor, ankle, and back. So he has been going through it. I'm not excusing his play, but he's been off the field a lot. So these practices, these key practices when Jameis has been healthy, when he's been out there, there was a point where Michael Thomas wasn't out there. Uh, when he Michael Thomas was out there, Jameis was out with his injuries, with his foot injury we all concerned about. Now, today, no Jameis, Michael Thomas, or Jarvis. You're playing dominoes at practice every day. And I can't overstate this enough. Practice is so important to get that chemistry going. And they did have a training camp together, but it was not one that you would imagine because of all the injuries. And it's same story for us every year. For some reason, we're just injury-plagued. Don't know what's going on. But it's just one of those things. So that could be in the realm of issues. Now, Jameis did want to practice today, but the coaching staff was like, no, you got to rest up. And I do respect that. If you're not healthy, you're not healthy. Just rest. Get better. Because we need you healthy. If a healthy Jameis looks like above-average quarterback with with some great throws because in Carolina he did have some great throws. There were some throws to MT and Jarvis that were that were excellent throws. But they also had throws where it's like that's a bad decision. Like we said to Callaway, chucking it up too early to Olave later later in the game that it resulted in a pick. You know, there was some good and bad. If he can just channel in that good and be be good all the time, that's a playoff team. So let's switch gears here a little bit and Stop worrying about James Winston and his quarterback controversy because we could talk about it all day. I don't want to. I'm tired of talking about it. Uh, all James needs to do is go out there, throw for 250 yards and two touchdowns, uh, throw to Kamara f- five or six times, throw to Michael Thomas five times, and we will all be happy. The world will forget about our quarterback controversy. Uh, for the injury report, as I'm recording this, the Vikings haven't rep- uh, reported theirs yet. The Saints obviously practiced this morning, so theirs is out. The following players are limited. Paulson Debo limited uh, ankle, Alvin Kamara rib, Marcus Davenport shoulder, P- 
pisses me off, man. He's back on the injury report. JT Gray, shoulder. Deontay Hardy, foot. Traquan Smith, concussion. How is Traquan Smith limited? Like, that dude got blacked. He, like, blacked out at that game. So, the fact he already passed his concussion test is pretty impressive. Uh, Taysom Hill, rib limited. Marcus May, rib limited. It'd be great to have Marcus May back. The flying players did not practice. These are names that you are concerned about. Ryan Ramchek, rest. All good. He'll rest, like we said in the last podcast. Every Wednesday, he's resting. That dude's chilling. Jameis Winston, back ankle. Course, Jarvis Andrew, ankle. Michael Thomas, foot. Andrews Pete, concussion. So all guys you would need out there on Sunday. I, I think probably Pete will play. You know, a concussion like we saw at Traquan Smith. It can be a quick recovery. It can linger a long, long time. I feel like he's had some before too. So definitely not something you want to mess around with. And right when Pete left the game, we felt the impact. You know, Calvin Throckmorton's a solid, solid uh, depth piece. But not in the game we were in. Not in the dogfight we were in. Made some plays. Guys have made some plays on him. So love to have Pete back. This is going to be a brutal game, man. I have to wake up at 6 a.m. to get ready for this game. Uh, you guys have to get up early too, wherever you're from. Unless you're from London, if you're listening to the show from London, respect to you because that game is being played a lot later. And uh, the Saints have had a ton of success in London. I think it's pretty cool uh, that they're out there. I, I mean, obviously, you'd love to be just playing at home. It is a home game for them. So you lose out in a home game. Season ticket holders aren't aren't happy with that decision, but um, all good. It's 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 part of the NFL. It's part of the game. Vikings aren't traveling to London till later in the week which is interesting for sure because you know it's six hour time change is nothing to mess with and the Saints thankfully are there early this week and I think that's a really good idea don't know exactly when the Vikings are going down but the Saints have a head start which is good I'll take any kind of advantage we can get in this game you know we could use it the Minnesota Vikings have played some really good football so far they've beat the Packers and the Lions they had a tough loss to the Philadelphia Eagles have played really, really well. But the thing I took out of that game is the offense can be slowed down. Justin Jefferson is human. And, you know, Marshawn's played great football against Justin Jefferson. And Justin said it himself. He said the best corner in the NFL is Marshawn Lattimore. So I think we, this defense can continue to be good. I'm not really worried too much about that. I'm not worried about them running up the score so much that we can't keep up. Dalvin Cook separated his shoulder. At this pace, he'll probably play. I have no idea. He'll probably have that harness on, be good. Whether he plays or not, they still have uh, Alex Madison, who is a solid back. And uh, every time we play the Vikings, Dalvin Cook always plays well. There's always an injury with him, but he always comes out and plays well. So I'm not too worried. I love to see the defense kind of get some pressure this game. The Vikings offensive line isn't necessarily bad it's not necessarily like very good either they just have some guys out there who have been around the league and things like that and you'd love to see someone like cam and marcus davenport to get some pressure so let's do that let's keep building off these solid defensive games but love to have everyone out there camp pg williams missing tackles again camp tyron matthew just forgetting to turn on his controller during a play the dude just like ran out of batteries mid-play uh, let up that huge touchdown. But besides that, they've played great football. So continue. If if they can play amazing, uh, that'll help out the offense so much more. If the offense doesn't have to rush to get things going, just let them take their time to figure things out. That's perfect. 
regardless though gotta find a win gotta find a win like i said earlier there's some urgency to get get a win right here this is a huge changing point of the season i mean if you if you win this game you go two and two you got seattle next that's a favorable matchup I like that matchup but it looks a lot better than having to play seattle being one and three and your season is on the line i mean you can't keep losing like that you can't keep losing to teams that shouldn't be losing to but this is going to be a big game and i'm ready for it thank you guys for tuning in today's episode that's all i got I mean, the quarterback controversy is taking over this week of Saints Twitter. Um, take a step back. En- enjoy the week. Enjoy the Saints uniforms. Enjoy Pelicans basketball. They're getting things going, so looking forward to that. But as always, I appreciate you guys' love and support. And I'll see you guys next episode. Hey. Who dat? 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 Who